your favorite fat boys. What's up, everybody? Your favorite fat boy, Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. your coronavirus czar, a.k.a. the Dr. Fauci of the hood. <laughs> what would be your first name? What's his, what's his first name? I can't remember it. Anthony. What's, 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 your, what's your hood name? Tony Falchon. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wear a do-rag. <laughs> you got to wear a do-rag. You got to keep a pack of Newports in your pocket. Oh, Definitely. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody doing good out there. Welcome to your favorite Fat Boys podcast. So, uh, quick, uh, quick health update here. Oh, before we get started, mm-hmm. I would like to let everyone know that I am sponsoring a gift for one of our lucky viewers. I'm going to go ahead and reveal that. You might be not be able to see it, but I'll definitely do a close up. It's a stick in mud. This way, one of our lucky viewers. We'll be able to enjoy my personality till the end of time or till they get tired of it and just want to throw it out. There's a metaphor here. I'm not quite sure what it is, <laughs> but I will be sending this out to one of our lucky viewers after the taping. He or she expect this in the mail. Continue. Oh, boy, we're going to we're going to the best for that later down the line. But anyway, health update. So, as I said before, I'm feeling, feeling better from me having this infection from last year and having blood clot and pneumonia last year as well. So, when I got better, I told myself my goal, even though I really can't have no control over this, I, my goal was to be on the transplant list by the end of uh, this year, 2021. So far, where I'm at is I'm talking with the, uh, the financial aid department to get me a a new Medicare Advantage plan that will cover the heart transplant of everything I need regarding that. So that's being worked on now. So hopefully before the end of the year, all that gets worked out and I get the right plan. And then hopefully I can put on the list. I just want to, I want to get a list. I've been, I've been doing dialysis since 2018. So we're going on four years now and dialysis is getting tiring. I know there's no guarantee. No, there's not no quick step once you get a list that. You know, I get, I'll get my transplants right away, but I just feel like that's the next step. And the only thing really withholding me is just getting the, the the right insurance to cover everything. Right. So that's where we're at with that. And also, too, uh, we have a new segment called Fat Adventures. And our new episode is on the YouTube page. It's highlighted in green. And it is me and Stefan going to pretty much, you know, go out and try different foods and critiquing it. We went to a Caribbean spot, what, what, about a couple weeks ago? Like three weeks ago? Yeah. And we reviewed it, and it was the food was really good and everything. I had a good time doing it. What you what you think about it? I enjoyed it. Everybody watched the episode, and we will be having more for you all to check out on the YouTube page. Yeah, and we just did another, another episode, yes, not yesterday, on Thursday. So, look forward to that. I'll be promoting, promoting that soon when stuff was done, uh, you know, all the post work editing and everything. So, and if you have any spots you'd like for us to try locally or you think are really good, anything that's like, you know, black owned, we definitely want to represent and showcase. So, you and know. even if it's not black owned and you just enjoy the food there. Yeah, let us know, comment, 
and uh, we know we'll get back to you. So you got to get better at commenting. Or am I supposed to be commenting? I'll do the comments. I've seen your comments. They're not great. I mean, it's just, uh, thank you. What you want me to say? What Enga- do you want me to do? Engage the audience. And... <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so what's going on in the world today, stuff, huh? COVID. Still a thing. That pandemic thing is definitely still a thing. Raise your hand, you've been vaccinated. Both of us have our hands up. <laughs> and I would hope that anybody who's watching this has their hands up, even though I know there are quite a few people who don't. Based yeah, I still, on the numbers. Yeah, I still don't understand why people are not getting vaccinated with the Duke variant out and the cases of people getting hospitalized are, they kind of, you know, they kind of fluctuate. No, let's be clear. The cases of people who are unvaccinated getting hospitalized. Okay. So right now they call it a pandemic of the unvaccinated because I believe last month, 99% of hospitalizations and deaths of COVID were unvaccinated. 97 of hospitalizations and severe illness, severe sickness were unvaccinated. So the evidence is out there that vaccines work and people still refuse to get it. I don't, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. It's such a divide, especially when it seems like, but I won't say it seems, but it is like you have celebrities speaking, saying that I'm not getting it. I'm not trusting it. I do my own research until I feel comfortable enough that I guess I know enough about it. You know, to get the vaccine, it's like the vaccine's been out, what, almost a year now? Yeah, it's been out for over a year, and it's been in people's veins for even longer. Okay. And I can understand there's some level of hesitancy because medical science has progressed so far that it seems like, you know, the vaccine coming so fast was magic, even though it most certainly wasn't. And so there's always some hesitancy, but the resounding amount of evidence that says they work, they're effective, they help to mitigate the spread of COVID is out there. Mm. So the fact that there's still so many people who refuse to get vaccinated saddens and sickens me. Yes. Uh, I, I know a couple people who still haven't gotten vaccinated. I won't call their names out, <clears throat> but you know who you are, <laughs> but just, if you know, you've been traveling, you've been around a group of people constantly and they're not vaccinated. You should at least, you should at least want to protect yourself. You would think. Now, I know Maryland, as far as vaccination rates go, out of all the southern states, Maryland is doing the best. Yes, we are. Which, again, and and we see there's a trend that states that lean blue Democrats in voting are doing much better than states that lean red Republican for reasons I have no idea. (coughs) Texas. (coughs) Georgia. (coughs) Kentucky. Florida. So, yeah, again, part of the problem is a lot of misinformation about the vaccines going around, especially the misinformation that is being promoted by people who have a lot of power and a lot of followers. So what, what's the misinformation that that is being tossed around out there? Well, there's the idea that, one, we know some of the conspiracy theories about the vaccine. They're putting microchips in you. We know that's bullshit, but that's being spread. There's misinformation about the vaccine causing you to get COVID. Then people scream about, okay, well, I can get vaccinated, but I can still get COVID. So why should I get vaccinated? Because the idea of a vaccination is to train your body to fight that disease so that if you do get it, it doesn't kill you. And the likelihood of you spreading it to somebody else who may be even more vulnerable than you diminishes. So again, in, you know, Nicki Minaj had her fame, now famous tweet. Yes. 
Lord, did uh, was that her cousin's her boyfriend? cousin's friend? Oh, her cousin's friend testicles had gotten swollen. Yeah, got he got the vaccine, his testicles swelled up, and he became impotent, which is clear signs of a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> Not COVID, right? And even you know the he got health, something totally different. The health officials in I believe what is it Trinidad? Or, yeah, yeah, Trinidad came out and said there are absolutely no cases of. Anybody in Trinidad having swollen testicles from the vaccine or in the world for that matter. So, yeah, there's so much misinformation. And then you had all of the right wing media outlets spewing misinformation and hesitancy about the vaccines, even though all of them were vaccinated. Sure. So, yeah, there, there's a, a whole lot of problems. But like I said, out of all the southern states, Maryland is doing very well. We currently have. 57% of all eligible people vaccinated okay. in the state, which isn't great because we need over 85% for that herd immunity that people keep talking about. But in, it's in comparison to the, all of the other Southern states, we're doing really well. And we have 66% of all eligible people that have at least one dose. Right. Yeah. I read that. So do y'all want another lockdown again? Y'all want people be holding a, Toilet paper and Lysol and Lysol wipes and then jacking the price up for that. Right. Cause I don't think they've been talking. I don't think, well, I think it was talked about for like a, for like maybe a short week. If that, you know, the possibility of another lockdown. And then I think, you know, people start getting the vaccine more. So. Oh, and correction. I, I had my numbers wrong. It's Maryland has 71% of eligible people having at least one dose. Oh, okay. Yeah. America as a whole has 66%. So we still need to get that together. Yeah, we yeah we, we still Maryland, need to get it together. But Maryland's doing, like you said, far better than uh, most southern states. So. Yeah, so Maryland is 71% with at least one dose and 64% fully vaccinated. Again, far better than any other southern state. And, and again, the, the shot is free. Very much so. Very much so. So, if you know, what I, I would ask, you know, anyone listening, if you are someone who doesn't believe in the vaccine, comment, tell us why. Like, what are your personal reasons as right. to why? Cause I would like to the, know. One of the things that I said is, you know, why are you hesitant and what evidence would you need to convince you to get vaccinated? And if the answer is there's nothing that can convince you, then we can't really have a conversation because I can't logically because that means you can't see your conclusion illogically. Right. And I can't logically and rationally get you to change your mind from a conclusion that you didn't use logic or rationale to get into. Or just the fact to have an open conversation, because if you already made your mind, there's nothing that anybody can say to you. Or show you, really no point of you or us wasting our breath. Right. So why didn't you get vaccinated and what evidence do you need? Because I'd be more than willing to provide anything that you need to convince you. Yeah, because I'm, I'm tired of hearing about, like, I got to do more research or, you know, especially with celebrities. Yeah. And, and athletes, like, I got to do more research. I got to do more research. What does that mean? Right. And I made that comment before. I never say do you. I never tell people to do your own research because that doesn't mean anything. Unless you have a lab and you understand how to make an MNRA vaccine, you're not going to do your own research. What you're going to do is you're going to read stuff that somebody else wrote that confirms your bias. And half the time it's going to be something that you've read on Facebook, which is becoming a huge problem. Very much so. Because that, that's what we get in trouble for a lot. Was our Mark Zuckerberg is, uh, I guess, not promoting but advertising. You know these fake ads. Yeah, they, they push more misinformation than credible information because again, stuff that'll make you angry causes right. more engagement. <laughs> and we know this. That's just basic psychology. And let me tell you niggas now something else too. Doctor Sebi 
there's has no cure for COVID. So don't think there's one out there for that well, from him. He did, so I hope not. For COVID? No, he's been dead for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he been dead. Doctor Sebi been dead for years. Yeah, I'm saying you know somebody gonna probably you know Doctor Sebi said you know. Oh, I mean, yeah, he said he had a cure for AIDS too. So why why wouldn't the cure for AIDS work for COVID as well? They both they both viruses. Don't you don't you don't you get no ideas? Don't you get the people no ideas? <laughs> They're both viruses. They're the same thing. So again, in the comments, why haven't you gotten it? And what evidence would you need that can convince you to get it? Right. I would love I would love to hear it. Absolutely. And also, I guess, and you know. Kids are getting affected by the, uh. Yep. COVID numbers have, in children have gone skyrocketing. And we knew this was going to happen because we decided that we didn't want to do online learning for kids anymore. We wanted them to be in schools. We didn't want them in the house no more. We didn't want to help them no more. We got tired of our own kids. And with the kids in the house, I, you know, I can't work the way I want to work. So whatever reason, we, we were tired of having children in the home for online education. So we would decide to send them back to schools. And in a lot of places, most places, COVID cases among young adults and teenagers have skyrocketed. Because y'all niggas is nasty. The kids are fucking nasty. I, I mean, mean, you know they are. They are, but COVID is airborne. So you, you, you can't be, it doesn't matter how clean you are. The, the possibility of catching it is still a... Very high because it's airborne. Yeah, and the kids, and of course, kids don't wear their masks properly. Are they going to use sanitizer? Are they going to wash their hands like they should? Or you in certain states where you fight mask mandates in schools for whatever reason? And is and, and is is there uh, enough PPP gear or equipment? PPE. Was it was it called PPE? PPE. I'm sorry, PPE gear for these classrooms for you know as they dividers or glass shields or not glass but shields in, in these classrooms to you know protect students and teachers and like we know in a lot of public schools especially in the inner city in baltimore where there's 20 to 30 students in a classroom how do you do social distancing in that situation you go on the roof <laughs> well you can't take the whole school on the roof no i'm going on the roof and we're going to hope for the best so because i think two school yeah two schools are shut down yeah yeah and in, in other states, you know, schools shut down because they get like, they get a handful of cases and like, oh, we're done. with a wrap? Now, the one thing that I understood, I can't say if I agreed on it or not, 100%, but I understood where parents are coming from, where they had uh, children with disabilities that were going to school to learn. You know, they weren't used to, they weren't used to really helping their children with this disabilities, I guess, you know, learning. So they were fighting for like, hey, can we at least have these kids in school to, you know, to learn? Right. So I, mean, I, so I get that because that was a challenge. Yeah, we can have the kids in schools, but we need to take protocols and we need to be strict about keeping them that way. And we can't have situations where, like in a lot of other states, where parents are protesting and threatening you know, school boards because they want to have children safe. They want to keep children safe right. by having them wear masks and socially distance in schools. And they just said, no, we don't want that. You're not going to take away our kids' freedom for whatever reason. Just make it make sense, please. I understand we all want our children to be safe, but don't say that they shouldn't be in there without the mask on because you because of because of freedom. And we know that because there was the whole prevailing idea that oh they're kids, it doesn't really affect them, and we see that it does. And we see cases for children skyrocketing now, and many school systems have to close down, especially in the south. And we are at the point where kids that else will get the vaccine. I think was it is it twelve now? Is getting, for, is, for Pfizer, it's 11 and under. 
Okay. Well, so for every for Moderna and Johnson and Johnson, it's twelve and up. So Pfizer has been approved for ch- children 11 and, 11 and under. So there's the opportunity now to get your kids vaccinated if you want them safe. Do that. But if you're a person who refuses to get vaccinated yourself, the likelihood that you're going to get your kid vaccinated is very low. Yeah. So roll the dice. That's what we've been doing for almost two years now. So and now we're over 700,000 people have died from COVID in America. And really didn't have to die. That, well, I say really didn't have to die at all. Especially with Trump spilling his fucking rhetoric. Yeah. And if you want to put that in perspective, that is more people than has died in every foreign war that America has fought in combined. Damn. Yay. Do better, America. We, we got to do better. So I, I will, I, I will leave off this topic with this. Yeah. Speaking of people who died. Who died? 700,000 people from COVID. Oh. That's it. And speaking of people who died. Let's talk about violence in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. I thought it was about somebody we knew first and died. Like, who, who got got? <laughs> so, this, I mean, do you, you, you think that some was violent, more violent than others? Honestly, no. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it was, I don't think that some was that violent compared to others. It's more along the lines of what Baltimore normally is. is currently, there's, 263 homicides in Baltimore Mm -hmm. and it's almost the end of the year. And that's Baltimore averages around 300 people killed every year. So this is sort of in line with what we normally. Right. So we, we don't, unfortunately we on track to 300. Yeah. Yeah. But we've been hitting 300 for the past few years. So it's not, it's not an, an, an normal number. Yeah. Violence in Baltimore is, Normal. I mean, granted, we don't want it to be, but it is. Yeah, we want it to be safer, of course, yeah. But it is, Baltimore is, a, is one of those cities. We, you know, we strapped like that. We bust back. Or we just bust in general. There <laughs> <laughs> ain't a lot of busting back, just people busting. <laughs> How do you think Brandon Scott, Mary Brown Scott's handling the violence in the city? Honestly, I guess my question would be what do you people expect him to do he's he's kind of playing sort of a greatest hits right he has it's the the group violence reduction strategy Mm -hmm. which is something that has been implemented and at least it's been tried to be implemented at least two times in baltimore where you work with the community you work with law enforcement and you work with other social services and other organizations to try to mitigate crime. Okay. So he's trying to imp- implement a strategy. And I believe either last month or the beginning of this month, they had their first meeting to try to come up with strategies to that they can implement to, to lessen crime. Cause I believe he, he said, you know, over the next five years, he wants to reduce gun violence by like 15% or something like that. Yeah. You're right. They did have that meeting like within like last month. Cause then somebody, a reporter asked him about what progress that they made. He's like, I can't, he's like, I can't answer that right now. I'm just paraphrasing. Right. They can't answer that right now because enough data has not been collected to see anything mean, you know, being right, done. Yeah. yeah, to to meaningfully come to a conclusion because they again they just started. But he has a plan. We'll see if it fails. I mean, the plan that he's trying to implement it has failed twice. Kurt Smoke tried it. Stephanie Rawlins Blake tried it, but you know they they screamed at them to say they didn't give it enough support, mm-hmm. especially to the towards the communities and different strategies to turn people away from needing to do violent acts. Okay. So 
I would say we need to give him time for it to happen. And I would still pose the question, what do people expect him to do? Yeah, he's only been mayor for, it'd be a year in December. Right. When he was officially elected, you know, so. Again, the fact that he has a plan, again, and it's a plan that has been proven to work. When you, you get the community involved, you get the police, law enforcement, you have to train law enforcement to deal with the communities that they're servicing. You get the community involved. You get other organizations, social services, mental health, all of these organizations working together because we know that a lot of times violence is because there's lack of opportunity in, in these communities. So if you and mental health issues. So if you can address all of those things and train the law enforcement so that their first inclination is going to us, go into somebody's community. These are all enemies. Shoot first, ask questions later. So if we'll have to give it time to see if he's, all of these strategies they want to implement, his group wants to implement actually works. Yeah, I, I think that, yeah, they say he has a plan. But COVID kind of took precedence over everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and that makes sense. Yeah, because it's, it's a pandemic and he needed to ensure the safety of the citizens first, you know, versus anything else going on. So, granted, you, I mean, anybody dying is a tragedy within itself. But you have, as a mayor, it's like you got to prioritize what's more important. Right. You said this is Baltimore. Just statistically, you know that there's going to be over 300 people murdered but with the pandemic going there's thousands of people who are going to die because of lack of safety measures and lack of people caring in that type of situation right because i know a lot of people aren't happy with with him when he with his stance with covid because he wouldn't like let up he was real strict on those on, right uh, you know uh curfews and mass mandates dining in and things like that so he took a stand on on that and now now the things are kind of let up a little bit with with the pandemic He's focusing now on the violence in the city. I know a lot of people get upset with him about not attending uh, certain town hall meetings. They might have invited him to. Right, yeah, we but brought he, that up before. Yeah. But, you know, he has, I'm not, I, I'm not making excuses for him, but if he has something already scheduled, you know, for that day and he can't make it, I think that's fair. We can make excuses for him now. We'll see how it is next year. Then no excuses there. Right. So. so right now he still has the benefit of being relatively new to the job and his strategies are relatively new that he's trying to implement and we'll give him the opportunity to see how they work out. He said again in Baltimore, much like America has a gun violence problem that at some point in time, we as a society should probably address. Yeah. Baltimore, we got, we got a gun violence problem. We got a drug problem. Also, with, you know, in lieu of that, more people tend to get stabbed in Baltimore than to get shot. You know, just statistically. Well, how come that's not brought up? Because <laughs> it's not as sexy as gun violence? <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. Everybody going to die. I didn't know that was a, that was a, a statistic. So you said you said more people are stabbed than, 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 yes. than gun, gun violence incident. Yeah, more, more people are stabbed in, in Baltimore than what they are What niggas shot. out here poking up? <laughs> the hell? Said so people got beef, I guess? It's personal. It's personal. <laughs> going Typically, to- when you stand with somebody, it's definitely personal. Right. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> My word. So, again, said Mayor Scott, you have a little bit of time before I start pointing fingers at you and saying you fucking up. So, get it together. You got six months of stuff on run for office. <laughs> And I'm, you know, and I'm gonna do things a little differently. 
I'm not going to do that Governor Hogan shit, that tough on crime shit, because we know that. We're doing the purge. <laughs> we know that shit don't work either. <laughs> That's what out of here. You do the purge, where the hell does that end? <laughs> Everybody's cool with each other the next day? Yeah. Like that nonsense. You can go over it. We have counseling. We have group counseling. <laughs> right. So again, and we're not going to, and, and I, again, I mentioned that because I'm glad he hasn't gone that whole route that everybody tries to do. Like, we got to get tough on crime. Cause I believe, uh, Hogan said the same thing, you know, so, uh, a few months ago, telling me, you know, we, he needs to get tough on crime when, which we know that that's bullshit. It doesn't work. Hadn't, hasn't worked since Nixon, hasn't worked since Reagan, hasn't worked since Bush, hasn't worked since Clinton, hasn't worked since other Bush. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Or Obama, that whole tough on crime bullshit, all it does is put a lot of minorities in prison and it doesn't reduce crime. No. So yeah, I'm at least glad that he's taking a different strategy. So again, you still got a little bit of time before I say you fucking up. Get to it. Get to work. We be watching you. So, I mean, one thing I like, I think one thing I like about him is that he's, 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 he's going out and being seen more, I think, than, in past mayors, I think, you know, you would see, you would see the mayors out and about, but it seemed like he's making a constant effort to really, really like be out there amongst the, you know, the younger voters and be out in those communities where I don't think like someone like, uh, what was a guy? Jack, what Jack, what was his name? Jack Young? Yeah. Yeah. Jack Young and Rollins and Sheila Dixon, you know, they kind of, I don't say they stayed to themselves, but they were most prior that you know their demographic. Yeah, hopefully so. it keeps up until that you know ball drops of the scandal, <laughs> like most oh, of man. our mayors. <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to have a scandal, but just statistically speaking, <laughs> man, they could. They say I think only one of the person was clean was Rollins. No, she was, was she or was she? Yeah, might, yeah, yeah, she might have been clean. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't really have any serious scandals. No, but Nixon did, and. Uh, what was the other lady? Catherine Pugh? Yeah, Catherine Pugh um, Dixon. They were trying to get something on, I think, Jack Young. I don't recall him having anything, but he was just an interim mayor. He didn't really, yeah. have, he didn't really have time. Well, they were trying to say, they, they were asking him about, uh, I don't think necessarily it's a scandal, but they were trying to ask him about why he has homes, multiple homes in his name. Mm. So, and they were, and, but he doesn't live with those, he, but he didn't live with those, 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 uh, those addresses. So he would say, "Well, one house he hope he has his, his daughter lives there, and another house maybe some other family members live there." So it was like some, it was some rule that you're going to have two. You only can you're going to have like your name on two homes in Baltimore City, something like that. Mm. So I don't think it necessarily was a scandal per se, but they were just trying to find something. Again, so. and, and if there was a, a, a an ethical issue, then it is an issue, right? So. Let's see. We think, yeah, we covered everything for that for that part of it. I think that was it. So, right. more of the episode. <laughs> get vaccinated. Definitely, please, so we can get out of this whole pandemic thing. You want right. to get back to normal? That's the way to do it. Don't get stabbed. Don't be statistic. So you try know, not get shot. Watch where you at in Baltimore, because statistically speaking. <laughs> We ain't at 300 bodies yet, so we still got a few months. Don't be one of those bodies. Uh, uh, what's it say? Keep your head on a swivel. All the time. And protect your neck, kid. Eyes wide open. <laughs> <laughs> so, as always, that's the show. You can check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
and Spotify. And don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. When you when you end this, put a big ass subscribe something down here. I got a button ready to go. Yep. That's the show. Peace. Peace out.